I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Alright, it is Wednesday night, it is 9pm here on the eastern part of the United States, which means it is another episode of DDP Radio right here at ddpradio.com. Gonna have a great show tonight, got a lot to talk about, but we're just going to get into it real quick. Uh, the first part of the show, we have Lexi from the Travel Smiths. We're going to bring her on in just a second, but I'd be uh, ill-advised not to uh, introduce the two stars of the show. Of course, we have the lovely from StacyMorris.com, the one, the only Stacy Morris. How are you, Stacy? Hey, I'm good, and welcome back, Mike. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and, uh, of course, we have, I'm not even going to give him the usual, like, super villain intro. Let's just say it's the diabolical Roger, Roger, Robert Roger. Blair. Wow. <laughs> you can't even Whatever get my name, name right. Whatever Jesus. your name is. Uh, anyway, oh, you are so fired. That's a receipt from all the bullshit you put me through. Um, but we're going to get right into it. We're going to skip all the nonsense and, and, and uh, the jibber-jabber because we got a really exciting uh, guest on tonight. You know her. She's been on before. She uh, pretty much runs the DDPO retreat. She is the niece of Diamond Dallas Page himself, the daughter of Lexi. I mean, the daughter of Sally. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. I'll do a stupendous If you've seen the three of them uh, together, you can tell they are family. Um, they are the most bubbly, talkative. They can communicate with anybody in a bar anywhere in the world. And she's going to tell you about the GDP retreat. So we're going to introduce right now the one, the only from the Travel Smith in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. But she's via Florida. Hello, Lexi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for having me on. It's so great to be back. Absolutely fabulous. Love chatting with all you DDP yogis out in the world about my absolute favorite time of the year, the DDP yoga retreat extravaganza. <laughs> and is so. the, the, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm ready for you. Uh, I was, I was going to say, so, so Lexi is kind of, uh, she's heading up, she's taking over the range of the DDP yoga retreat in the past couple of years and she's done an amazing job with it and the thing is it's, it's like a whole new experience we've gone to the same place for the past few years and it's been amazing but now we're going to go try some uh, uncharted territory and it's going to be a great time and you've got so much planned for us and for the, just to get it out of the way the details of the DDT Yoga retreat are available at DDT Yoga uh, retreat.com and you got to talk to Lexi first of all you got to call the travel smith they'll get you all the information you need but Lexi, you got some information for us on uh, how it's doing, how many rooms are left, and uh, what to expect down there. Yes, okay, so I'll start off with how many rooms are left, and I'll close with it because it is that absolutely important. We only have 10 rooms left. That's right. If you've been waiting around, hanging out, wondering if you're actually going to put your deposit down, whether you really want to come, we do have every room category still available, but we only have 10 of those rooms left. So you need to call me tomorrow, email me tomorrow, and get your deposit put down. Now we get to talk about all the fun parts of it, right? So we've been going to this place for the past five years, and we're like, all right, we've had a lot of fun in Mexico, but it's time to change it up. We're going to Sivari, Punta Cana, in the Dominican Republic. Now, this place 
is one of my absolute favorite places that I have traveled to yet in my life. And, you know, let me tell you, I've been to quite, quite, quite a few places. Nivri Punta Cana is a boutique hotel. So that means there's only 55 suites on the whole property. And that's right. We are taking up the whole entire thing because DDP Yoga is that awesome and is that contagious that everybody on the property is going to be doing it. So the retreat starts off with a nice, you know, gentle workout to get everybody stretched out and then we usually do two workouts a day we have a cooking demonstration we have some cocktail parties a pool party and every single person gets a 30 minute massage every single one of you and not only do you get that but you get your transfers included you get your wi-fi included and you get to spend time with the best people i mean i know Every single one of you on this radio have been on the retreats and have been able to experience the family. Can you can you guys talk about the little family aspect that we have going on down at the retreats? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one big you know it's one big dysfunctional, messed up family, and we we have a platform <laughs> down there. Yeah, that yeah, and that's go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Oh, oh sorry, go ahead. No, it's all you. I was going to say, that's one of the highlights of the thing. And it's so many people, you know, either you have a spouse or, 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 or someone close to you that, you know, is kind of like hesitant to get started or doesn't know anybody down there. Like, you might be involved in their community, but your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't really know anybody. I was in the same boat. I dragged Katie down the first year, and she was excited to go to Mexico, but she wasn't sure about partying with people she didn't know or hanging. And she fell into it so quickly. And, like, I'm not even joking. Everyone is so welcoming there. The community we built will just will, will absorb you into our world because <laughs> it, it's one of those things you're drawn to people. And now Katie, who actually didn't want to be, she was like, I'm going to go, but I'm going to hang by myself and not go with everybody. And now she keeps in touch with more people from the retreat than I do. And she's just fallen in love with the community, too. So even if you're a single or if you're, or if you're a family that doesn't know anybody or a couple that doesn't know anybody, you're going to find people that's just going to, you're gonna you're gonna flock to and you're gonna be magnet magnetized to. There we go. Um, and it's really just one of those situations where you may come in as a stranger, but you'll leave as family. Uh, that could not be more true. Um, I've been going on the retreats for quite a few years, mm-hmm. even before I was actually getting to do the um, travel side of the DDP yoga mm-hmm. and just the community that we have created. Um, all of us together with new people each year, with returners coming back. It just it just makes you look forward to going down to the DDP Yoga Retreat to not only do your DDP Yoga, but to see all of your friends and family that you haven't seen for a whole entire year. Now, DDP Yoga obviously has changed so many people's lives, and, you know, it's changed mine as well. And the best way, if you've done DDP yoga, if you've never done DDP yoga, if you're thinking about doing DDP yoga, it's for you. It's for somebody who, you know, like Mike was talking about, Katie not doing it. We have those people. There are those people coming on the retreat. So grab your partner, grab your spouse, grab your best friend, grab your kid who's over 18 years old. Bring them. It's going to be an absolute, absolute amazing time. And you get to hang out with. The one, the only, Diamond Dallas Page himself, I mean, he's going to be there. And the property is only 55 suites. He can run, but he can't hide, right? Not that he would. He's Mr. Mickey Mouse. He loves, loves, loves being with all of you guys. So you guys will get to hang out with him in the pool. You'll get to see him at dinner times. You'll get to see him everywhere. He will be there to help you in the workouts. He'll be there running some of the workouts. We'll also have some instructors coming down taking some guest spots i know we got a couple already confirmed and um that's just that's just one of the many aspects now i'll talk now that we've talked about a little bit the the retreat bar i'll talk about the travel side because this property will blow you out of the water and what i'm just saying i'm not just saying that just to say it this place is absolutely absolutely spectacular we have rooms starting at for a double occupancy room, $1,569 per person. That includes your room, your food, your booze, your transfers. The only thing that it does not include 
is your airfare. So you get the whole entire DDP yoga retreat package starting at $15.69 per person. That's nothing, guys. All you got to do is get there. All you got to do is get there. It's going to be so worth it. Now, we have a couple of different room categories, but one of my favorites is the luxury oceanfront junior suite. This room is absolutely unbelievable. You walk in, you have this beautiful, open little living room area, and to your left or your right, depending on which side of the room is, which side of the rooms you guys are going to have, it's this unbelievable king-size bed, which can also be turned into two twins if you do not have a roommate. And you have this unbelievable king-size bed and this nice, beautiful, long bathroom and a soaking tub. And then the best, best, best part of the room is that you have your own private luxury plunge pool right outside your front door. And you have the nice little private walkway to the beach. So... If you want to have that time where you can get away and soak in your own little private pool, we have those spots for you. If you want to just be in the lead-in room category and be hanging out at the main pool the whole entire time, soaking up the sun and soaking up the fun, we got that for you too. Now, we also have honeymoon suites. So if you like those outdoor showers, my casita people, this is the place for you. They are the honeymoon suites. They are the place with the outdoor shower. They have the soaking tub. They have the living room. They have it all. Oh, wait. Did I mention that every single room on the whole entire property has your own personal wine cooler in your room that gets restocked daily? I don't know about you, but it's it's definitely a perk for me. (laughs) And and that's the thing which is so awesome, too. And we were talking about this. You know, we're going to a deep yoga retreat, and there's a lot of group activities available, but this isn't summer camp. You don't have to be here at noon and here at 2 <laughs> and here at 5. You get to, like, you get to work out and do the group activities, but there's no structured, like, you know, you got to be here, here, here. You can go off and do your own thing. You can go have a nice dinner with your spouse or hang out with your friends. Like, there's no, like, no one's sitting there cracking the whip saying you've got to be at the wine tasting and such, you know. It's, it's very loose. It's your vacation, and you guys are very keen to that fact that a lot of people uh, don't get much of a vacation. The DDP Yoga Retreat is a getaway as well as a group uh, activity kind of uh, uh, events. Yeah, Mike, that is so absolutely right. And the best part about having this as a vacation, we do offer excursions. We can book your excursions. If you want to hop off property for a day and get on a catamaran, we can do that for you. If you want to go on a scuba diving trip, we can arrange that for you. If you want to go surfing, we can make that happen for you too. We have it all. Now, we can go snorkeling right off the property. They're going to have gear for us that we can go snorkeling, just go swimming right in the beautiful ocean. And if you want to, they also have private dinners on the beach that we can book for you. Um, They are an upcharge, but they are definitely, definitely worth it. Um, You can do one on the beach or you can do one in the wine cellar. Now, Silvery really, really focuses on their wine as well as their food. They don't just have food there. They don't just dine there. They celebrate an art cuisine culture. Now, this sounds a little fancy, right? And it is. (laughs) And you know what? It is all included. All included. All for us. So, all of this fancy food, guess what? You can have your delicious, delicious food that, you know, yeah, might might be fancy. Yeah, it might be unhealthy. Yeah, it might be healthy. <laughs> Whatever you're feeling, they can make it for you. They're going to be changing the menu on a regular basis at each of the three different restaurants. If you have a gluten allergy, if you're just gluten-free because you like to, if you're dairy-free, if you're vegan, if you're vegetarian, they can accommodate you. And you won't even, you would not even know that this stuff's going to be gluten-free. You wouldn't even know that it's dairy-free because it is that delicious. I know we all make our good gluten-free meals at home and we all work so hard at them. They make it absolutely seamless. This experience is absolutely perfection and it's bliss. As hard as you work every day and as much fun as you're going to have on the retreat, you are going to reward yourself with the most phenomenal meals and the best wine that I, I've ever had in my life. I've never been to Italy, but Sibri Punta Cana really, you know, 
they take the, they take the cat for the Caribbean second biggest wine cellar, and you can have your own private dinner in it. DDP Yoga has brought us so many different opportunities, and I think if you are just sitting there at home thinking, well, maybe I should do it, I'm thinking about it, give me a call. I will tell you. I will give you personal stories. I will have you connect with those people. My number is on the website. My email is on the website. Give me a call. I'm so, so, so happy to talk to you about it. If you have any questions, I'm your girl. And not only that, that if you call or you email me tomorrow, I will be sure to get to you tomorrow to put your deposit down. 100% guaranteed. So you better call me tomorrow to get those rooms booked because I do not want any of you that are thinking about it to miss out on this absolutely, you know, I'm going to say once in a lifetime because we may not go back to Sivri Punta Cana next year just because we are now exploring the world. So here it is. You have to come this year if you want to experience Sivri Punta Cana. And there are only 10 rooms left. You can't miss it. I'm telling you, you absolutely cannot miss this. This place is so, so, so unbelievable and perfect and I just can't wait for all of you to experience it for yourselves because I can't talk about it enough. Um, you just ha- you're just going to have to come and see it for yourselves. How about that? So it's <laughs> November fifth. It's November fifth through the eleventh, two thousand sixteen. All the information is at ddpyogaretreat.com, which will send you to the travel smith. And I just we, we got to head on this real quick before I let you go. Um, when you have that trip paid for, when, when you're you know the payments all through. Like that, you you technically don't have to worry about anything. But the inclusion is such a big deal because my brother just went on a cruise like recently. At the end of the cruise, they handed him a thousand dollar you know drink and food bill, and like you don't have to expect that. It's so nice to go in and enjoy yourself and not worry about the huge price tag that's gonna you know be greeting you on the other end of the trip. That is so right, and that's just the an, another perk of you know, coming with us on the DDP retreat and experiencing this, you know, uh, five-star lifestyle for a great, great, great price. Oh, absolutely. And what I like like about the retreats are you can really make the experience individualized, but what I think most people tend to do is it's a really nice blend between a little bit of discipline – and relaxation and pampering and fun. So you can like go away and feel like you've been pampered, you've gotten some relaxation, but you haven't like let yourself go. Because yeah. why, why miss the workouts? You know, DDP is there himself. When do you get that? You know. So I always would drag myself out of bed. I'm like, I've got to, I've got to experience the workouts with him. And I was always glad I did. There's nothing like that. No, I definitely, yeah, I was going to say, you will see me at every single workout working super, super hard and making sure that y'all are pumped for the workouts. And you know what, that discipline aspect is a great point because it really gets everybody, I I, I mean, I know myself personally, it's like after the DDP yoga retreat and even before the retreat, it really kicks my DDP yoga into high gear. And you know what, this year it's actually continued kept it going on and my body is so 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 thankful for it and y'all will be too i mean it's just everything about it is wonderful and mostly spending time with all of you lovelies who i can't wait to see again this year <laughs> yes uh, thank you for coming on lexi and once again dtlgrootreat.com and uh, Lexi and the entire Charter Travel Smith does do such an amazing job. I've told your mother Sally before. I said she's one. You and your family is one of the few people that could sell me something sight unseen, and I'd know it would be such a great, <laughs> a great, uh, you know, thing that I'm, I'm going into. So thank you so much, and be sure to check out the Travel Smith and uh, DDPOGRETREAT.com. The event is November 5th through the 11th. And uh, Lexi, thanks for coming on, and hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get an update or, or chat with you about the retreat or uh, something like that within the next few months as we move forward towards November. Yes, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me and have an absolutely oh. wonderful night. Hey, and do your too. DDP yoga or else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Lexi. Lexi.
Thanks. Bye. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Lexi is, is she's such an amazing person. She's, like, one of the most bubbliest people. And, and we were talking off air how much Dallas and uh, Sally are alike, but Lexi, like, she just fits into that family like a glove. Just, like, they could go into a restaurant and be friends with everybody in that restaurant by the time they leave. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, great people, great family, uh, and they do a great job, too. It's not one of those things where we're trying to sell you because we're mm-hmm. DVD radio. It's one of the things I've experienced, and they are really, uh, it's, it's top-notch all the way, and they're very detail-oriented and make sure that each individual person has a great time as well. Um, but uh, we're, we're going to move on with the show now. It was, we are kind of uh, splitting it up a little bit, and for the second part of the show, we're kind of just going to go free-form. we got a couple of topics that we want to hit on. Um, but other than that, if you want to give us a call, 347-994-1216, uh, get in your questions, comments, concerns, uh, insults, uh, F-bombs, whatever you want to do. Call us and uh, let us know what's up, uh, 347-994-1216. Make sure you press number one uh, when prompted. But uh, Stacey uh, brought a really great topic at the beginning of the show where she uh, had an idea of something to kind of go over, and I thought it was a really great topical and very important thing to kind of touch upon. Uh, Stacey, uh, why don't you talk about what you were uh, talking about earlier? Well, I like to kind of pull from real life and, you know, whatever's going on in the moment. And this, well, a couple days ago, I, I call it sort of a lost weekend, but it happened during the week. And I just really was having a very difficult day, and I think it was really preempted by not getting enough sleep. Um, I woke up at 4 in the morning on Monday, couldn't get back to sleep, and I just was feeling kind of, I don't know, just out of it and almost like jet-lagged, and I had some stress on my mind. And, I, you know, I eat, as you guys know, I eat pretty pretty clean and straight oh, yeah. and narrow most of the time. And for me, as I've gotten older, that's meant really, really scaling back on carbs, even the gluten-free carbs. So I don't know if it was because I was sleep-deprived and a little whacked out. I just dove headfirst into a day of eating carbs, you know. I mean, they were all gluten-free. I didn't, like, go totally, you know, off, um, off program. But I felt it. I mean, I really felt the effects of the simple carbs in my system, and I, I felt the, you know, um, there's something about the simple carbs that, w- at least for me, when I eat them, you know, I just want another one and another one. So um, I had a day of doing that, and by the end of the day, Monday, I was just like so lethargic, and the carbs were making me thirsty and cranky, and I'm like, oh, my God, enough of this. Okay, I had my little dive back in. Now I'm pulling myself back out. So it got me thinking, you know, like I wanted to ask Robert and Mike and callers out there what their strategies are for, you know, after a bender uh, or after deviating or whatever, even if for a day, for a month, whatever, what do you like to do? What helps you get back into to the flow? And the first thing I do is I start to really up the hydration And usually it's like lemon water, ginger tea, herbal tea, anything to start cleansing me. And that's my number one tip. But also just uh, the last few days I've been completely avoiding the white carbs, back to more vegetables, more clean protein, taking walks, you know, working up a sweat. I I did an L1 workout today. And God willing, I'm going to go down to Kingston and do one tomorrow with Yoga Duck. He's doing a class. So I think a combination of, you know, getting clean food and drink back into my system and movement really helps when I've, um, you know, had a, had a not-so-great, you know, stretch of eating. And I'm back. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and I, I know, like, I'm just so beyond, you know, putting a judgment on, on eating. I, I don't feel, you know, like emotional remorse. I just kind of stepped back and said, wow, I was stressed out. I had a moment of poor judgment. And I just, I think part of me missed the white carbs, and I wanted to experience it again. So I did. It's over. Today's a new day. 
you took me forward like that too, and, and letting people know on the radio station. Some people with a lot of the mainstays in this program that have kept laid off for a long period of time, you know, they seem kind of like, I mean, the average person coming in like me, I look at people like you and Arthur as kind of out of my league, like these like perfect like beings. But on this show, we, we really try to make a, a point to let you know the best parts about us, but also our struggles too. And I think it's more relatable when someone like Stacey has done this for so long and, and worked so hard and had been so successful at this. To hear you had a bad day or two is kind of like it's important for people because they see someone like uh, that, that form of success is kind of uh, slightly out of their reach because they're human. And to see that someone like you who has been on this for so long and still has days like that makes it seem like she's just like me, actually. I can do this as well. I think it's very important to kind of talk about that on the show. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want that mantle on me because I'm, I'm just a, a regular person with weaknesses and bad days, you know, just like everybody else. And it, it is so important because you talked about, you know, how once you got into those cars that they just, you started craving them, them more, which is so true. I was telling uh, both Stacey and Robert before the show, Katie and I, whenever we kind of fall off, which we do, which everyone does, eventually, um, it, no one can be perfect forever. There's going to be situations that you're going to be out of your control, then you're going to struggle. But when you do fall off, every time we've fallen off for long periods of time, it started with just a small bad decision that snowballs. So when you're reaching for those carbs and all of a sudden you want them and want them and want them, it's so important mm-hmm. to kind of be in the moment and realize that you're getting back into that routine and find a way even just momentarily to kind of break the cycle because that's when things start to spiral out of control. We talked about the addiction factor of food as well. You know, when an addict falls, like a drug addict or an alcoholic, when they fall off briefly, that often leads to a downward just tumble. And it's so important to realize in the moment that I'm seeing myself kind of fall back into this pattern again and I need to stop it now. And being aware and being so self-aware of your past behaviors and your routine that you've kind of gone over hundreds of times in your life and being able to say, this is what's happening. I see this happening. I'm acknowledging it's happening. I need to stop it from happening and just break that cycle. It's so important to kind of be realized and mindful of, of yourself in that situation. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I agree with that. I just, well, yeah, I, I think it's very important not to beat yourself up because it happens you know, um, you, the, a lot of people get really, really heavy on themselves and, you know, uh, beat themselves up. And, and it's, you know, like it, it just makes it worse because for a lot of people, it's an emotional eating thing anyway. So you get down on yourself, you're going to want to eat and respond to it that way anyway. So it's just, you just kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, just go, oh, well, that happened. And now I'm going to go back to what I was doing before and everything's cool. You know, so it's not a huge deal just you know, don't beat yourself up and just correct the course. No. Yeah, that, that you're absolutely right, Robert. That just compounds it because then you've got this emotional guilt and, you know, toxicity that you've injected into yourself on top of, you know, just I felt kind of lethargic and not very nourished and not, not I didn't feel good physically. But I, I just don't play that game of, oh, I'm a criminal or I just, you know, broke a major, you know, uh, rule or something. I, I just kind of took a step back, saw how I felt, felt how I felt, and really was very clear that I didn't want to feel this way tomorrow. Yes. You know, as as good as it tastes, we all know how good bread tastes, you know. Um, I, you know, I had my little thrill with it, and I'm like, boy, this is really screwing me up. I can feel my blood sugar all over the place. And um, I, I just was kind of like almost wanting, you know, get, let me have some some lentil, something with some fiber, you know. I So to me, I, I could see huge progress, uh, whereas like years ago, I would have just been really steeped in the remorse, the guilt, and that's all part of the game, you know, to it's like, oh, screw it. I'm such a screw-up. I might as well keep doing this. Well, no, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not a screw-up. I just decided to have carbs. That's not, you know, I don't have to bring the gavel down and, and decide to hang myself, you know. Um, and I moved on. So um, in terms of physical detox, you know, I outlined a few things. 
Um, do you guys have any, any like favorite foods or drinks that make you feel like, okay, I'm cleansing again. I'm, I'm sort of taking extra care of myself. Got to get rid of the, you know, whatever I had yesterday. Well, for me, it's always water because I always go, I always drink a ton of water. So I'll focus on that. Yeah, I, uh, well, I, I crank water anyways, just, which is kind of bizarre because before all of this, I would, I couldn't even stomach the taste of plain water. It always had to be soda or juice or something. Like water would like literally like turn my like my stomach. It would make me feel nauseous. And so being able to crank water now, and now water is my preferred drink. If I'm going anywhere and there's, there's options available, I'm going to go to water every time. And it, it really just makes you feel so much fresher and cleaner, just like, you know, down in a cup of water, uh, things of water, let it cycle through your system. Uh, and, and, Robert, when you touched upon uh, the, um, the, uh, the, the negative, uh, you know, getting down on yourself stuff, it's so important to realize, and this kind of ties into what Stacey was bringing in about the detox and stuff, it's so important to realize that this game is so much more mental than you can ever imagine. And while you want to be on point and you want to, you know, you know do your best to stay, you know, healthy and be, be mindful of your eating, when you obsess over perfection and when you obsess over making your whole life about I've got to be healthy, I've got to be healthy, I'm going to be healthy, that when you do kind of fall off or have that hard weekend, it kind of screws with your mental uh, state of mind and it kind of doesn't lead, it leads to a severe negativity attached to it and then kind of uh, it, it, it cycles into the whole mental uh, negativity towards uh, eating. So I find that my life got a lot easier, and, and when Katie and I, when we do it, it became so much easier when we made our our food, food not the focus of our life, but, you know, you know what I'm trying to say here? We obsess over it so much, mm-hmm. the perfection, 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 that as soon as that perfection was broken, it kind of just spirals. So it's important to kind of keep it in your life, but not keep it the priority in your life, the number one thing that you focus on at all times. Um, and... I find that when I do kind of fall off that, it makes it so much easier to recover knowing that, yeah, I'm not perfect. Oh, well, what do you expect? And then just move on instead of having to be mm-hmm. in the world moment that it was before. Yeah, because we're not robots, you know? And sometimes mm-hmm. it, it could be fatigue, like that was part of it with me. Sometimes you're having a bad day, you're in pain. You know, you're, you're angry, you're sorrowful. And not that food solves any of that. But, you know, we're human. Sometimes, you know, we choose that as a little comfort, you know. But couple that. I mean, if you're in that space where you, you feel like food is your only option or it's the most appealing option, what I started doing was, I, even though I couldn't completely break with that coping mechanism, there was a time when I, you know, I, I still needed it. But I started to balance it out with, okay, well, uh, at least some of the time um, I'll do a little feeling or I'll do a little facing reality and sitting with it. And that that's a skill that just takes practice, you know. And when I stopped looking at it in black and white terms, because I used to be like, you're either going to be all in or all out, you know. And I, you can't just yank somebody's, you know, way of living completely away. Um, it's... I had to build up, you know, some other coping skill muscles that took time. So that's something that can be worked on simultaneously while you're trying to, uh, you know, get a better handle on healthy eating. Just try a little bit of, um, you know, hardcore facing the issue or sitting for, for a little bit without your favorite comfort food and see how that goes. You know, it's not black and white. And some days you need that. Some t- like when you fell off and, and you were stressed and, and you, you kind of went to that route, I think sometimes you know, people just need that release. And in that moment, I think it's, it's occasionally okay to allow yourself to do that. And, but what, what, you try, what you want to do is you don't want to go mindlessly just you know, black out and just start shoving food down your throat to, comp, to cope or to kind of deal with things. If you actually, before you make a rash decision, you sit back and say, do I really want this? How am I going to feel? Is it going to make anything better? And is this worth it to me? Because if it's worth it to you, 
then, you know, indulge a little bit if you have to. But if you're just eating to kind of cope with something or to hide your feelings or to put a Band-Aid on something, then it's probably not worth it. But if you sit there and ask, there, ask yourself, what are the reasons I want this and is this worth it, I think you'll make a, come to make a better decision. If, you know, if not avoiding, then you'll still be understanding the reasons why you're eating it instead of rationally, uh, irrationally just throwing food down your mouth to kind of cope with something. Okay. Yeah, that's, I yeah. think that's a great point. Yeah, and, and have, you know, for when those moments come, and, and they do come because we're human, you know, we're, we're allowed to have, you know, those moments. And, and once you allow that, you take the sting out of it. You take the shame out of it. Um, but, you know, I, in the freezer, I keep um, a small supply of really good quality uh, gluten-free bread, and I have other gluten-free carbs on hand, like, you know, quinoa, brown rice, and sometimes when I'm really craving something, like, carby and sort of sweet and creamy, I'll make a really healthy hot cereal, you know, out of almond milk, flax seeds, chia seeds, little coconut, and that does the trick. It might not sound exciting, but it's a really viable option. You know, and and it it actually fuels me, and I feel I feel nourished. Um, but for those moments when you want to treat, you know, like I have, you know, good quality grass-fed butter. You know, it's it's more expensive, but it's like the best. It's the best, you know. And so is the gluten-free bread. And I I don't, you know, I I'm finding a, I'm finding a middle road in between, you know, just total crap which I used to eat, which I used to live on. And something of a higher caliber, you know, because I think, you know, now I think differently about myself. I, I feel I deserve better. So I give myself better. It's, I mean, it's such a thing that, you, I mean, it's, that's such a healthy way of kind of looking at your relationship with food. And part of my biggest problem my entire life was that food was like, it, I didn't have a healthy outlook or relationship with food. My thing wasn't, like, when I was at a party with somebody or at Thanksgiving or Christmas, I would eat as clean as possible because I had this kind of, like, I was the fat guy in the room, so I didn't want to be the guy shoving cookies in his mouth, being the stereotypical fat guy that everyone's watching at the dessert table mm-hmm. all night, just going back and forth. So I was clean, and I was perfect in public. I eat, I'd go out to a restaurant, and I'd get a healthy-looking meal. I'd go to parties. But then at home, when I'm by myself, I'm, I'm shoving cakes and foods in my mouth in my refrigerator in the dark in my underwear. So it was kind of like this thing that I kind of put, put on this image in front of people that I didn't want to be the stereotypical fat guy. But then I went back to my hotel, my uh, room and like was in the like seedy kind of relationship with food just like in the dark, just kind of like, you know, it, it's kind of weird how people kind of form that relationship with food. And when I think you kind of acknowledge that like that, it kind of gives it, you, you said it takes the sting away from it and it feels less dirty and less... Uh, you know, uh, unhealthy, uh, the relationship you have with food. Yeah, I think yeah. parts of what you said yeah. were pretty disturbing, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I, I, that's how I was at parties and in the public, you know, when, when I was out, you know, and people could see me, I was an absolute angel. I hardly ate a thing. Uh, and I, and that took a long time for me to reconcile uh, my public and private self, and and it was almost like, you know, schizophrenic trying to mer- merge two two sides of themselves and become one. And I I had to really learn, you know, that it's okay to enjoy food, it's okay to eat in public and let people see me eat. You know, that was a big hurdle for me because I was very much um, eating in in private. You know, it was all very like behind the curtain. For me and part of my healing was you know coming out and doing it in public which is sound, to Robert it probably sounds so freaking bizarre you know <laughs> no but, not at all uh, no I get it cause no, there's, because there's a lot of blame that you because uh, a shame that goes along with that as well yeah yeah because you know if, if if you're of size you're not supposed to really like food you're supposed to be ashamed of your desire for food you know, mm-hmm. at least that's that what was drummed into me. So that's why I ate I, in, in in hiding, literally. Um, and I and then I had to start 
I couldn't stand it anymore, and I started to question that whole paradigm. Like, why should I be? Is this really making sense that I should be ashamed, you know, that I should be in hiding like this? And that started the ball rolling, you know, was just owning my right to enjoy food and, and enjoy myself like everybody else. That would be a great whole show to kind of touch upon, too, because there's so much, as, as, as Stacey, I know you've grown up uh, uh, bigger, and then I've grown up bigger, and we kind of create a public and a private persona for us when we are this size. You know, I know growing up that as I was a bigger guy, that I wasn't going to be immediately invited into the clique because school and kids can be very, you know, cruel, but you had to mm-hmm. kind of compensate for that, and you had to get yourself over in different ways. And for me, it was to make people laugh or make jokes about myself. And the kind of way you kind of connect with people in the public uh, is kind of, uh, you know, you kind of have to compensate for being a big person. And your public life has got to be kind of different than your private life. And you sometimes get confused there a little bit. I know when I was doing the radio thing, and, and, and I kind of started getting, you know, I, I kind of, my career started taking off. And I got this this image and I started doing these Chris Farley shows and I was getting booked at like these venues. It was going really well. And then I decided to lose weight back in 2007. And I was like genuinely worried. I'm like, I don't know if I can be me without being 300 pounds. And it's kind of like Mm -hmm. a conflicting, like you don't know who you lose yourself and who you're putting on and who you're, you know, who you are. Yeah. And, and that's the first step is, is starting to, Really ask yourself, you know, who am I? Who am I really? And let me start to be myself in, in, you know, in front of others so they can see it, so they can see the real me. And Robert's probably on call with, like, a psychologist right now. Like, you might want to get to Mike. <laughs> if I could count how many times I've been on call with a therapist because of you, it's... <laughs> talking you down from a homicide... From what well, killing you, or just uh, just your uh, just your bizarre behavior? <laughs> I'm sure a little bit of both. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, that's a great show to touch on, though, because there's such a psychological game that's played for people who grew up fat, and uh, you know, it, it it really is just something you've got to cope with as you start to get healthier too. You kind of change the person you are, and it's, it's, see, the weight loss and weight and, and food. It's such a psychological game. I've said it before. And when I, when you lose weight, when you kind of get on the deep yoga program, the workouts are going to help. The work, the, the eating is going to help. But, but the first thing you got to reconcile is your head. You got to get in your head. And you kind of realize, like, why am I doing this? And it's very much a self-realization inside of your mind that kind of puts uh, puts everything into perspective that allows you to make that change eventually. Yeah, you just don't, you know join up and you're magically transformed there, there's a logical process that you have to go through and it's different for everybody but you have to like get to that point of, of realization of this is what I want to do and this is why and this is what I was doing and this is why that doesn't work and I'll tell you right now that's the reason why Stacey Morris has had success where she is and I'll get there for just a second but Stacey I don't know if you've seen on the news all this week but the biggest loser study that's going on right now oh the- yes Oh my there gosh! Was, yes, there, there was yeah, there was an article that studied all the biggest loser contestants and how they've all gained the weight back. And we talked about this a few weeks ago. They just go in there and they exercise and they put them on a treadmill. They babysit them. They monitor them. They run them to the ground. They lose a bunch of weight and then they let them go. And then all of them basically have gained the weight back. And Stacy, I've said it before. The reason why you've had success, besides all your hard work, is you were able to confront the mental aspect of your weight loss. You looked at your head and you realized the patterns that you've been doing and you reconciled your own kind of psychosis around food. And that's what they don't address mm-hmm. as the biggest loser. They, they just kind of put you on a treadmill and send you on your way without fixing the reasons what got you there in the first place. Yeah, a, little, yeah. a lot of these people, their metabolisms are just completely trashed. Uh, and they don't know. Yeah, so the, they send them home and they don't know how to eat. And when you don't, you know, it's the same way that we talk about diet. The reason diets don't work is because you're not changing your behavior. If you don't change your behavior, you're fucked. Yeah. I mean, that is so true. And also, 
uh, these biggest loser type things are are, are crash diets, and they're so obsessed with getting the weight off yesterday. And that sends your body, your body and your mind into trauma. And, and this one guy, he was interviewed and he said, basically my body just was like demanding that the weight come back on because it had, it had been so traumatized. And once you go into a real starvation, pretty much your metabolism's never the same and, um, you know, your, everything suffers. And that, that is why I was so adamant, you know, about I don't care how fast this weight comes off. That, that doesn't matter. I actually prefer that it comes off a little slowly um, because then it's more likely to stay off. It's a nice natural process that my body is not damaged and neither is my mind. And um, I, I just, that, that just completely verified, you know, my theory. And I, I saw, I think, a, the, one of my cable channels repeats The Biggest Loser. I think this was an old episode. But they had this guy who must have been in, upwards of 400 pounds running on a treadmill. And I thought he was going to collapse. And he was so humiliated. And I just thought, what, you know, I can't believe this is allowed to go on. And this is considered entertainment. Um, so I'm glad. I'm, not only is it, is it bad that it's considered entertainment, but for people to do this, it's absolutely dangerous. And this is just, mm-hmm. it's criminal that this show was even on the air. And they put over yeah. the fact that it's, it's, it's inspirational and they're trying to help people, but it's, it's all bullshit. If they were trying to help people, they wouldn't eliminate people the first week and the second week. They'd have everyone there lose weight together. If they're truly, you know, in it for the right reasons, they'd have everyone there. They'd lose weight together. They'd, you know, highlight their inspirational stories. But no, if someone doesn't lose 30 pounds the first week, they knock them off. Then they knock the next person off. So they're not trying to help anybody. There's no inspiration. You know, there's no, you know, they're not in it for the right reasons. They're very... Uh, adamant that it's a game show and you're competing against people to lose weight, which creates kind of a fucked up, like mental kind of uh, correlation towards your your success. And then what's the thing that pisses me off? It is so exploitative when they stick them in a room uh, uh, surrounded by cakes and cookies and fried chicken and just oh, yeah. an overweight person in the middle of the room. And they're called a temptation challenge, and they have to avoid eating the food. How humiliating is that? To take a person who's had a lifelong problem with food, very overweight, very unhealthy, and stick them in a room full of baked goods and fried chicken and just film them there kind of sweating to themselves, craving for it. It's, like, so bizarre that, like, people just kind of get a positive message out of something like this when it just – it treats these people just so, like, I don't know. It's, it's just so sleazy and, and gross to me how they treat these people. Yeah, and and they really prey on people's desperation. And I, I know they probably have a waiting list of, of people mm-hmm. who think this is going to solve it for me. This is going to be the answer to my prayers. Um, and and really, no one else can solve it but you. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't look. Certainly, don't look to some greedy exploitative franchise <laughs> to help yeah. you, because that's not going to do it. And they were talking about how that created another form of kind of uh, difficulty for these people. First of all, they sign off that they can't talk about anything on Biggest Loser for for many years. But the fact that they've had them on national TV and they've given their story and they've even they've, they've kind of poured their heart out and they've made this big drastic recovery. The fact that the whole world has seen that now that they've started to struggle when they get back, they're afraid to reach out because they've just they've kind of been like put in the public eye as this amazing inspirational figure and, and the, their story has been told and they've inspired people that when they struggle, they're afraid to reach out and, and ask for help because, you know, they've got this kind of label on them. as kind of these. So, yeah, don't, we actually talked about that a few weeks ago. So it's kind of funny to see that uh, come up on the news because that's basically what we're saying. Yeah, I'm. I don't know how it came out, but some somebody, um, I don't know. Somebody talked, and I'm glad that they did, um, because I mean, this is just any other fad diet, and it's really, it's really so the opposite of of the approach that 
the DDP yoga philosophy takes. I mean, there there are food plans, and they're all you know, it's all up to the person whether they want to, you know, follow them or not. And but they're broken down into three phases, so there are different levels of I don't I don't want to say difficulty, but they're just different levels of uh, choice, and um, really that's not the most emphasized part I think of the philosophy to me it's always been the workouts first because they strengthen you they they get your mind you know and your body kind of connected in a nice way and then the support of the community those are the real two firm foundations and then you know every everyone comes here for different reasons not everyone is um, you know a former fat kid or has weight issues yeah, but we all we all merge and we all get along and we all support each other, and that's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. Yeah, uh, Robert, I just saw your your text. Um, we got a few callers that just called in, and like we got like four people to call in the last few minutes of the, oh. the show. So um, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to to grab everybody that's on here, but uh, we'll try to take a, a couple before the the show ends. We're out of here at ten, um, and uh, DDP Radio don't pay overtime, so. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. uh, let's, let's grab. Uh, we got Travis on the line. We got. Is that two with that? Robert? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's grab Travis. Hello, Travis. Yeah. Yo, yo, guys. What's up? Yeah, hey, Travis. You know, you're, you're, you're not getting that. You're not getting that sweet calendar money there, Mullins. What? You're not getting that sweet calendar money. I, I the GoFundMe page is going up tonight. The DDP Radio <laughs> Bikini Calendar featuring Mike Mullins. Uh, there was actually yeah. there was actually a, there was actually a change.gov petition put out to the president that, re- that received 200,000 signatures not to have me pose in the news of the calendar. So unfortunately, that's scrapped. Yeah, it actually oh. comes with a free box of Jello. <laughs> oh. Free Jello. Oh. What's up, man? How you know, no, you, you're you're talking about you guys were talking about. I just I just happened to get done doing a workout online workout and whatever and. Uh, yeah, you guys talking about, you know, the the whole biggest loser deal and whatever else. And really, when you look at it, it's it's just, you know, it, it's it's so obviously exploitative, whatever else, because it comes from the same people that gave you the the apprentice and anything that induces drama. And that's mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just looking at it, it's it's so counter counterintuitive to what DDP yoga is all about. Because DDP Yoga is not about drama. DDP Yoga is about taking wherever you got and look at and looking towards what can I do to make it better. Not who can I stick it to, what am I doing wrong, or causing a whole lot of stress. It's it's the exact opposite of that. Um, and so that's that's the that's one of the best things I love about DDP Yoga. And you know, and I hope that. You know, Dallas talked about, you know, maybe doing his own, doing their own reality show. I would love to see, if not Dallas, somebody do do a, do a reality show where everyone gets into a, gets into a, a space there and follows their journey and how everyone supports each other. I think it's about time to have that show on the air. I think. Oh we, yeah. It's, I think we need to pitch a reality show where Robert and myself live in a bunker for 90 days and see who comes out alive. You will ask. Okay, <laughs> after, look, after a week and a half, you would grill me and eat me. I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to grill and eat you. There's not much meat on there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it would take you a week and a half to break. <laughs> I don't think I'd be the one. I'd, can you imagine just you and I just ranting in a room together and the amount of time before you started plotting my demise. I, w- I would be on the trip there. Yeah. But, you know, Travis, that's an idea that's long overdue. Seriously. I- I've wondered why it hasn't happened already, you know, sooner. Robert can touch on this a little more. I know they've had kind of some, some pitches or some some ideas people come to them, but I guess they're looking for the right idea. But anyone who's seen anything from the crib, uh, 
you know, in that world for more than 10 minutes knows that that's a reality show waiting to happen. Yeah, and the, the, the basic idea that I heard, which is this was several years ago, so it's probably completely different now, but the, the idea that I heard was that, you know, you don't go to a ranch. Dallas goes around the country to five or six different households, and he goes in and he teaches these people how to eat correctly and how to exercise and what to do. And the drama is, is, is only about how they overcome these challenges. Of of mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not talking about physical challenges. I'm talking about the, you know getting over the stumbling blocks that everybody faces when they lose weight. Um, so it was not it wasn't going to be competition. You know it wasn't going to be you know everyone ships out to a, a camp for a week. It was going to be uh, you know these people's lives as they lost weight. And, and, and it's like a very educational thing. Robert, yeah, you maybe around. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, please. Well, just may- maybe it's all just too normal. Like there's no mean-spiritedness and there's no drama uh, or humiliation. So maybe that's – and I know DDP won't stoop to that. But uh, yeah. there's got to be somebody out there who wants uh, some really good stuff with some integrity. Well, they were going to do a, a reality show on Mick Foley's family, Mick Foley, uh, 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 Cactus Jacks, Demery. And they, 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 they filmed the pilot, they sold it to the network, and it was like this really uplifting family show that was like a, a fun family that you wouldn't expect to be a normal family, and they passed on it because there wasn't enough conflict within the family. So if there's actually any kind of positivity or, or decency attached to it, then they, they don't want it. But, Robert, I can ask mm-hmm. you real quick, because I know you were around for the time. Wasn't Dallas involved with the show with Chuck Zito and Dennis Rodman or... Some of those guys. It was Chuck Zito and somebody else whose name escapes me, and it was going to be like like these three badass, you know, go around and, and they help people. People are getting bullied or, you know, whatever these different issues. But and they were getting ready to to pitch the uh, the pilot, and one of the three guys got injured, so it was basically scrapped. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember something about that from from way way back. Yeah, that was years um, ago. Yeah, uh, we don't have any more time for any more callers right now. We're just about ready to wrap up. But give us a call back next week. Um, we, we just got like a flood of callers at the end of uh, the uh, the episode, so I'm assuming that there was a live workout. Travis just said he finished up a live workout. Uh, oh, yeah, so it, it was just three of us, but, you know, it's, it's all it's, – everyone, everyone had the same idea as you know. <laughs> so apparently we're mm-hmm. competing with the workout, and, and no one wants to see us when you can, you can tune into the grid. But uh, it was a fun show tonight, and uh, we, we, we had a lot of cool topics to discuss that we, we went into. Uh, that, uh, ones that I want to expand more on future episodes, so we got to get that together. Um, but thank you guys for everyone who called in. Uh, sorry we couldn't get to you, uh, but definitely call back and check back in with us next week. Uh, Travis, thank you for calling uh, as well. And um, don't forget the Detail Now app available uh, right now on iTunes and pretty much every single platform on the planet. Uh, we've got uh, the Deep Yoga, Jake the Snake Roberts documentary, which Robert just got from DVD and Blu-ray. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, All right. We're starting to uh, – if that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because if you contributed to the, the Jake Roberts and the, the Scott Hall uh, campaigns, those are actually going to start finally going out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And some people were kind of confused on that too, so I'm glad we hit on that. Uh, some people don't realize that during these like these campaigns, these these Kickstarters and GoFundMe's and stuff, that it's a process to kind of get the the projects to uh, to you know full capacity. Uh, kind of trickles in at some point, so people kind of you know were up in arms a bit, but you know putting a flip together like that kind of magnitude isn't something that's done overnight. So we appreciate your patience, and uh, we're getting to uh, fulfilling all the orders that uh, helped uh, fund all of these uh, projects. Um, and uh, until next week, uh, it was a fun show tonight. Thank you, Stacey. Uh, before we go, Stacey, do you have anything coming up or any appearances you need to plug? Uh, something on May 21st. That's a ways away. Bill and I have a, a cooking demo at Healthy Living Market, uh, Saratoga Springs, New York. And just keep checking StaceyMorris.com for new recipes. All right. And, uh, Robert, anything you need to get off your chest? Uh, yeah, I'm making a special appearance down in Baskin-Robbins tomorrow between 1 and 2. Uh, that's pretty, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty uh, much it. 
and I'll be making a special appearance texting Robert during his appearance at Baskin <laughs> Robbins, trying to bother him throughout <laughs> the day. But uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it was a fun show tonight, and until next week, we'll be back uh, Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. at DDP Radio at DDPRadio.com. Be safe. Have a great week, and remember to never, ever, ever give up. See you guys. See ya. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! Into the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a pre- Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.